Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2020, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions and I answer them for you. Now, if you wanna know more about me and my background and my credentials and why I call myself Dr. Neil, listen to the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. But for now, let's hear today's audio question as we optimize your life. Hello, Dr. Neil, this is Tracy. What do you think about the food sensitivity tests you can take at home and then send in the results for a lab to uh, provide the results? I've done that recently, but the more I read about it, I just wasn't sure how much to take stock in it. I thought about talking to my doctor more about it, but what are your thoughts? Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your audio question, Tracy. You're right. It's not a good idea to put too much stock into the results of at-home food sensitivity tests, or food allergy tests for that matter. This is because results may be inaccurate. But the fact that they're inaccurate doesn't mean food sensitivities don't exist. It just means we may need more time to develop accurate at-home tests. Because right now what's happening is they tend to overestimate some types of food allergies or food sensitivities and underestimate others. So it's kind of the worst of both worlds. Now first, I should mention that food sensitivity is not considered an official medical diagnosis. A food allergy, on the other hand, is considered a medical diagnosis. And often, unfortunately, these two terms get misused. So when someone has a diagnosed food allergy, what happens is the immune system wakes up when the individual is exposed to the offending food. Now, food allergy symptoms can vary quite a bit, which can make it difficult for someone and their doctor to know whether they're experiencing a true food allergy or some other illness. Just to give you an idea, here's how some of the symptoms may vary. A person with a food allergy may experience anything from 
vomiting, diarrhea, intestinal cramping, to hives, itchy skin, eczema, to difficulty breathing, wheezing, their mouth may feel itchy, they may experience in severe cases multiple organ failure, which is also known as anaphylaxis, which is a life-threatening and medical emergency, and on and on. If we stop and think about these symptoms, we could come up with a number of other potential causes for each of them. For example, gastrointestinal cramping could be caused not just by a food allergy, but nervousness, anxiety, stress, a virus, bacteria, and on and on. Some of these symptoms could also be caused by a food intolerance or food sensitivity. I'm gonna use those two terms interchangeably because they basically refer to the same thing. Now, I know this isn't great news and is probably frustrating to hear. This is part of the reason why pharmaceutical companies are trying to perfect how food sensitivities and food allergies can be detected. People's lives would dramatically improve if they could know exactly which foods or ingredients they need to avoid in order to start feeling better. And this is especially true considering that worldwide, over 300 million individuals experience some form of food allergy and about 15 million are in the US alone. And I would say these are underestimations. All right, back to the differences between food allergies and food intolerances or food sensitivities. An intolerance or sensitivity does not cause the immune system to wake up. Instead, a sensitivity or intolerance to something is related to difficulty digesting that food or ingredient. Difficulty digesting a food or ingredient does not wake up the immune system. It's also important to know that a food intolerance or sensitivity is very unlikely to trigger anaphylaxis. Again, that's that life-threatening multi-organ failure condition. And because with a food allergy, the immune system starts to wake up, there are specific tests that can detect for that. Some of these are blood tests, for example. Others involve the skin. But it's all because the immune system wakes up. With a food intolerance, the immune system doesn't wake up So it's really not all that accurate to test for a food intolerance or food sensitivity via the blood. Now, when it comes to actual food allergies, they have identified nine common foods that trigger over 90% of allergic reactions. These include, and I'm gonna list them in order from most common to least common, all species of shellfish are number one. Two, milk. Three, peanuts. Four, tree nuts. So these would include almonds, walnuts, pecans, cashews, Brazil nuts, macadamias, pistachios, hazelnuts, hickory nuts, chestnuts, and pine nuts. Five, eggs, which include the yolks and the whites of all bird species, not just from chickens. Six, all species of fish, so not just shellfish. Seven, wheat. Eight, soy. And most recently added to the list, Nine, sesame. Now, unfortunately, again, blood tests for food intolerances aren't always accurate. These tests are available in different forms, but they all basically check to see whether the immune system has started to wake up after you were exposed to a certain food. The problem is, like I said before, testing for these immune system markers through these methods has not been shown to be a reliable way to test for food sensitivities. If we rely on these results, we may end up unnecessarily avoiding nutritious foods or we might continue eating foods that are actually triggering a sensitivity or a true food allergy. 
This is why insurance companies, at least in the US, will not reimburse you for the costs of these types of tests. Probably the most accurate measure to test a food intolerance is to avoid those foods you think are causing your symptoms and then do that for at least a month. If these are true food allergies and you're at risk of experiencing anaphylaxis, don't do any of what I'm about to recommend. Instead, discuss how to best proceed with your doctor. But if these are truly just food intolerances or sensitivities, meaning you start experiencing some discomfort after consuming these foods, then you can slowly reintroduce them. Again, that's after not consuming them for at least a month. And you wanna slowly reintroduce them one by one back into your diet. So you would start by consuming a small amount of the food you suspect is causing your symptoms. Write down the date you ate or drank that food, the time, and monitor yourself to see if any symptoms return. If the symptoms don't return after a couple of days, you can try consuming a slightly larger portion of that same food. Again, keep detailed food logs and see if any symptoms return. If nothing happens after a couple of days, that food is probably not the source of your intolerance. You would then repeat this process with another food item or ingredient that you suspect causes you discomfort. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Thank you again so much for taking the time to send in your question, Tracy. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, you can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice on the show, just like Tracy, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, You can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. And if you don't like your first take, you can actually delete it and do a retake. You can do as many retakes as you want. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is country code 1-61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. That's 1-614-568-3643. Thank you so much for sending me your questions. Answering them is my favorite part of the show. And thank you so much for listening every day and listening all the way through. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.